0: Hello, TuneIn listeners. You are listening to TuneIn Radio for your mind, body, and soul, and I am your host, Keela Parkinson, and we are talking today about cosmic laws. (laughs) Just in time for Halloween in the U.S. and other parts of the world. <laughs> and and what does that mean, right? It's not spooky. It's not eerie. I'm making kind of light of it. But we, I just had this amazing hour and a half conversation with two people I pulled in for a quick interview to talk again about this really heavy, dense, amazing conversation we just had about some cosmic laws namely three cosmic laws. And we're going to talk about the text where we found that. We're going to talk a little bit about um, some of our personal beliefs and experiences with this and uh, why we all happen to kind of buy into this sort of thing. Listeners, listen with your skeptic hat on. That's okay. You don't have to believe in this yourselves. But we'll also, of course, talk about how this relates to mindfulness and what kind of perspective we can have as we are being mindful and going about our day-to-day lives so today, please help me welcome to this episode returning guests Patricia Darden and Lisa Berman, my uh, fellow Midwesterner. <laughs> welcome to the show, Lisa and Pat. Thank you. Nice to I be care. here. It <laughs> is great to see you
1: again, Kayla.
0: <laughs> oh, so fun, so fun! And we were just part of a, a bigger group who were discussing this. And um, this, I'll say that this text that we're talking about—full disclosure—none of us really knows much about this text that is actually called cosmic laws of cosmic awareness which is very redundant but (laughs) that's what it's called the cosmic laws of cosmic awareness first published in england in 1972 so some old stuff but i guess if we're talking cosmic it's still pretty new excuse me and um And a colleague of ours recommended this. And so we sort of just had a great discussion about this and um, so, so fun. But before we really get into the heart of that, I would like to reintroduce you to Pat and Lisa. So, um, Lisa, will you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about who you are and and what you do?
2: Sure. My name is Lisa Berman. And... I am an intuitive empath and energy healer, and my business is Clear Path Coaching. Mm. So I work with all sorts of different people, and I'm so happy to be with Kayla and Patricia today. This is very (laughs) fun for me. So, yep. Yep, and it's so
0: exciting. And also, um, and you're based in Wisconsin, and you service people, I think, uh, globally through Zoom, correct? Love it. Love it. And um, and I love one of your taglines that you have for Clear Path Coaching, which is step into your power. Yeah. That's yep. a good one. That's a, Yep. Yep. Okay. And then <laughs> welcome back, Patricia Darden. Pat, tell us again all the things you've done and what you're moving into. Um,
1: I won't tell you all the things I've done. It would, <laughs> some of them would not be acceptable on the radio. For radio. I'm, kidding. <laughs> <I love laughs> I'm it. Not kidding. I'm like it. <laughs> Um, She's not. I am retire- <laughs> I'm retired. I was in human resources um, for most of my career. I was also in training. I own my, my own business. Um, and I practice hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called quantum healing hypnosis. I also practice beyond quantum healing um, and several other things. But I am retired So I am not in business anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, As in working to make a living, I now sort of just do what is sent to me by the universe and feels right. And I enjoy my life.
0: And you make money at some of it, right? (laughs) Oh, I do indeed. Yeah, she does. (laughs) She's a smart cookie. Yeah. (laughs) So very cool. And of course, my big claim to fame is the show. So, you know, we all kind (laughs) of... We all kind of bridge the the gap in that way. Um, We come from different parts of the US and we come from different backgrounds and we come from different belief systems and we come together on this whole concept of the cosmic laws, which I guess is what makes them cosmic, right? Like they are universal and are... Discussion group, I want to say hi to our friends who um, were almost brave enough to come on and some of them had varying time zones and weren't able to. I want to say hi to Malka and Leo and Lamar and Tracy and Stephanie and all the people who hopefully will join us in the near future. And Lamar, thanks for sharing this text with us. And I want to say um, that, you know, they're they're from all over the globe. So we're from a few different parts of the U.S. And our group gets together on Zoom. We try to get together weekly or maybe a couple times a week and have these really amazing discussions. And we're also learning things from each other along the way. Um, and so one of the things we've been talking about, of course, is this Cosmic Laws. And I'm going to read... We'll probably all take turns reading a little bit of these three laws we're going to talk about today. But the first thing I would love for us to do for our listeners is to discuss just this idea of what makes something a universal law. Uh, we know like the laws of physics and the laws of gravity and, and these types of things. And so this idea of a universal law is actually defined on one of the first pages here of this text we're looking at. The universal law is that knowledge that awareness, that all living things, that all life has within it, that vitality, that strength to gather from itself all things necessary for its growth and its fruition. Everybody grasp that? (laughs) Lisa and Pat are smiling, yeah. (laughs) So just for a second, let's start our conversation there, Pat and Lisa. Let's just say like... Do you agree with that? Does it make sense to you? Why or why not?
1: Um I will say that I think that we all do have that spark within us that we are, that we know make us conscious. Um, it also carries a lot of emotion and feeling. Um, It's about unity, it's compassion, Mm. and I call it a spark because I always think of it as the part of us that came from God. It's certainly not our body. It's inside us. It's energetic. And we strive, I think, by going to church and lots of other ways, to focusing on spirituality, even on just being the best the best person we can be um, in order to bring that forward and to grow and get better. And sometimes that's just because life gets so doggone hard <laughs> that we reach for that as sometimes the last resort. Sometimes it's, got, it's the happiest thing that we can touch and so we grab at that. But then, then seeing that as a spark and realizing that when we, when we embrace that, life magically gets better. Mm. And that's what I feel about. To, to want to know universal law is like keys to the kingdom. Mm. <laughs> that's my take on it.
2: I like it yeah it's a you know it's a connection to all of us so you know we start with our own little spark right Mm. and then it expands to everybody so it's it's very cool that we are all of that one spark right Mm. and we're made up of all of us are together and combined that larger picture so we're a little spark of um a huge universe and when we're all connected then it's it feels really good. And I think that, you know, when we see people, and I, and I always say that, you know, that the universal law, when you see somebody you're connected with, right, mm. it feels really good. Yeah. You know, that's like a, it's that spark that you have. So, you know, I'm excited about these laws that we're, we're playing with because I think that once people are aware, once I'm aware, then things lighten up. Right. Um,
0: yeah. Right? right. Yeah. Because gosh, no matter what's going on in the world, things can feel so heavy, right? I mean, we're stuck in our stories, or just, you know, we're stuck in traffic. I mean, it could be something so mundane that all of a sudden makes life so heavy that it feels unbearable, at least for that moment, right? And if anything can bring us back to that spark, then it's like, oh, traffic can be a game. I, I have a friend who actually has been on the show Uh, Benjamin Kelly has come on and talked about sacred geometry I was just mentioning him to some friends before or to you guys before and um and he has this great story he told in the sacred geometry class that I took of his um that where he had decided that he was going to make peace with his impatience with trains he lived in a neighborhood with like three train active train tracks right and so he was like I can never get anywhere on time and and people think it's me and it's this neighborhood and he was so frustrated, and um, and he decided, I'm just going to make my peace with that, you know? And so he started catching every train every day, and he was like, I'm catching more trains than ever, right? And he was like, well, I guess it's a real opportunity to make my peace with it, right? And he shifted his mindset, and he looked out his window, and he said he saw this glorious sunset, that if he would have just uh-huh. sat there stewing in his stuff and staring at that train, he would have completely missed. And he was like, oh, he had this beautiful moment. And then he kind of didn't want the train to end, right? Because he was just having this great moment with a sunset. And I just love that. It's so cool. We have this opportunity all the time.
2: Nice. <laughs> nice. That's yeah, it's, I think, yeah, it's an understanding. It's mm. a, it's stopping. I think for a lot of us, it's, you know, maybe this is off topic, whatever, but It's to stop and just be, you know, I think that's what he's talking about. That train is a reminder. We have to stop and it's the rat race.
0: Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And what is that? Like we're, I remember that old book from the, was it the 90s, early 2000s? Who Moved My Cheese? The business book, right? Did you guys ever get Uh that one? (laughs) Who Moved My Cheese, right? (laughs) And as we're chasing that cheese, the cheese keeps moving around the board, right? And it's like, wait, what if I stop chasing that cheese and I'm just really happy with whatever's in this corner of the maze, right? Like, (laughs) what if I leave the maze? Yeah. yep, yep, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So fun. (laughs) Okay, so we have talked a little bit about this universal law, which is basically that we all have that spark as Lisa defined it, which I love that. That's really great. And then today. but that's okay. Oh, Pat did? Okay. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But then you were talking (laughs) about it the most (laughs) recently. (laughs) Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. (laughs) Very humble of you. I love it. (laughs) Um, But so then the three laws that were, this book is, it's big. It's, um, I don't know. It's it's several pages that we have been uh, sent and, um, to look at. And and the three laws that we really would love to talk about today, that we're going to talk about today, is the law of love, and the law of mercy, and the law of gratitude. And so listeners, again, listen with your skeptic hat on. If you're like, this isn't a law, it can be whatever it is, that's very fine. You're definitely allowed to have that. And then I'm going to challenge you to also listen with your mindful hat on, where you're just curiously observing And this is kind of like our little mindfulness exercise for this episode is to sort of just curiously observe the different perspectives and to see what they are, maybe without judgment, maybe um, in a sense of uh, judgment that is interested and judgment that is curious. So that's the challenge as we talk about these laws. Who wants to read for our listeners, Pat or Lisa, The Law of Love? Pat, I think you have that. All right? right, I
2: do. I,
1: do. <laughs> I guess it's going to be Pat. <laughs> we can do that. We can. Go do ahead. That. The law of love is that law which places the welfare, concern, and feeling for others above self. The law of love is that close affinity with all forces that you associate with as being good. The law of love is that force that denies a place for evil in the world that it resists not. Love offers the path of least resistance by cherishing, nurturing, and protecting the beloved. Resisting evil simply strengthens it, just like weight training strengthens muscles. Resist not evil expose it
0: yes okay so we all just really like deconstructed this about an hour ago right (laughs) but here we go again because now we're doing it uh with an audience and so thank you again for going on this little journey with me here and with our listeners and thank you listeners for taking the ride and um we had some really interesting insights to this who wants to share some of the things that um, were brought to the table in that discussion or your own thoughts on this subject?
2: so i know that for me when i first read it you know read it and then listen to it for me it it struck kind of off so at the beginning was like because we need to take care of ourselves first Mm. so when i hear that we do for others of course we do for others and yet if we don't do especially as moms and women and not saying that the guys you don't do but there's a special certain and the guys will admit to it about the moms they do everything right we do everything or the wives or the women so if you're not married it doesn't matter Mm. it's just in our nature so i find that when i do for myself and i take care of myself then i help others whether it's family or friends or clients better and when i don't then i fall apart and i am not at my best so i didn't i don't agree totally with how what that says maybe it was meant differently and Mm. i read into it differently But for me, it's we need to take care of ourselves first and love ourselves first, because if you can't love yourself, you can't love anybody else.
0: I just think that's so important, Lisa. Thank you for stating that, right? And, you know, it's not – some people might argue that it's baked into, like, what this text says, right, that it's a given or something. But I don't think it is a given for everybody, right, like what you're saying. Sorry, I'm so – Coughing so much now. Even though I got my tea, I'm still coughing it up. (laughs) Right? What you're saying though is so important because as humans, it we do forget that that's an option, or we've been told maybe by others, or we've interpreted messages as saying that's not an option. I have to give until it hurts. Why that's a phrase in English, I do not know. But we, it is a phrase, right? Give until it hurts, and like. I just don't think giving has to be so
2: hurtful. <laughs> well, just as we said, right? That it's it should be easy when you yeah. love somebody. It's easy. I mean, we have you know bouts of things. You know, it's not always. It's a little the roller coaster ride, yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 meant to be easy and not hard. So if it's hard, then you got to step back and say, what is it yeah. that I'm doing or not doing or being that it's not so smooth?
0: It's good. So. It's a good question to ask, right? Yes. And Pat, do you have any um, differing or similar thought point on that?
1: Well, you know, we, you, all of us are a part of um, the divine reveal, which is a hypnosis um, technique that yes. we're actually helping to develop. And it's based upon, is it okay if I say this? It's based upon Anita Merjani's Mur- yes. book yeah. called Dying to Be Me. And she... She, I think, nails it. So, if it's okay, I'd like to just read a little bit of this. Oh, do. Okay, so one thing, it's yeah. worth reading,
2: everybody. It's really yes, it's an amazing. Yes, 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 book. yes. So. Yes,
1: and yes. Okay, so Pat's
0: going to read us an excerpt of that. And really quickly, I just want to remind listeners that you are listening to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul on WVLP 103.1 FM, streaming live around the world from Valparaiso, Indiana at WVLP.org. Today's show is underwritten in part by Kiki Productions, Inc. Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment with a mission to create individual harmony, to add peace to the world. Kiki Productions, Inc.'s philosophy is when you are confident, focused and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Share the love at CoachKiki.com. And thank you again for listening to our show. I am your host, Kela Parkinson, and we are talking with Lisa Berman and Patricia Darden about the cosmic laws of cosmic awareness and we're getting ready to hear something that's very connected to that which is some of the personal experiences anita morjani had in her near-death experience and so quickly before pat goes and reads us this text i want to also just say to listeners hey if you are checking out the podcast on anchor or wherever you get your podcast check out the show we have some nde panels a couple of episodes with three people from Northwest Indiana who all experienced near-death experiences and shared the arc of their experiences and shared a little bit about um, their journeys and similarities to Anita Morjani's. We talk about Anita Morjani's book a lot in those episodes, and they are from back in, um, I think, mid-2020. So check those out, and you'll have some more understanding here about what Pat is going to read to us now. Well,
1: Anita says, if I care for myself then I automatically feel the same for you. When we know that we are love, we don't need to work at being loving toward others. We just have to be true to ourselves and we become instruments of loving energy, which touches everyone we come into contact with. Selfishness comes from lack of self-love. Our planet is suffering from this as we humans are, along with too much insecurity, too much judgment and too much conditioning to say that i hold another in higher regard than myself isn't real and means i am only performing mm. <clears throat> and for me it's what she, what i see her saying is of course other people's welfare concern and my feelings for others absolutely are important to me, as important as my own, because I know that we are all one. We're all in this together. And I absolutely agree that resisting not evil, but exposing it is a very big part of this because if someone just picked this up and read the law of love, they could say, oh, well, I just need to act as if I'm just loving and I accept everything. Well, I've been there in my life, and I will assure you mm. that it is an awful place to be uh, because I have lo- had learned the hard way that um, accepting the unacceptable does nothing but drain and break you down. Mm. Because you teach people, you teach people how to treat you, and if you aren't aware of your own self-worth, then you tend to allow the unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So for me, the law of love is about absolutely being loving and compassionate and concerned for others. Of course I am. And of course I would give whatever I can to support that in other people, which does not mean that I go out and try to save someone because then I think that's all about the ego. Mm -hmm. Um, But do I support and love people to find their own inner spark support them in being the best them that they can be, which has nothing to do with me, has nothing to do with my choices in life, has nothing to do with competition about anything. It's about accepting the other person in the most magnificent way that they can express and be. That is their mm-hmm. choice, not mine.
0: I love it. Lisa and I are just nodding slowly and and drinking um, this in, know, right? It's, <laughs> it's so them. It's good.
2: Them and you know, as, yeah. as you were talking about that, I was thinking because we we all have kids, right? And I think about once you have children, that's we love them to death, and mm. we want to step back and let them yeah. be, right? Right. And right. to grow up to be their own people because they yeah. are. So it's, it's a fine line. It's a fine line. I was just going to say the same
0: thing, right? You're just kind (laughs) of dancing on that line all the time, right? Like teach, do, don't do, teach, right? Like all this stuff. It's just your back and forth across that line, just teaching and, and, and trying to teach by example too, which is the hardest part, right? In our previous discussion, we all were sort of (laughs) <laughs> sorry, I just keep coughing. I'm just gonna cough today, guys. I'm really sorry. I do do not have a cough button. I'm really gonna invest in some equipment here soon. I swear. <laughs> but um, so you know, um, what we were talking about before, and we were talking about this too, is that um, this idea that there's this idea, there's this the self love piece that that you both have mentioned so well. This self love piece, like when we do that, you're both like, oh, of course, of course, I love other people, right? And again, that I think that's part of that like. Uh, Female service, you know, kind of mindset, right? Like, um, the the that also when we are practicing self care and self love on a regular basis and self respect, right? All those pieces okay. of love, then it gets so natural and easy to just extend it to other people. Like, like you both have said, it's just like. I can just do this so naturally because, of course, I would be that way. You know, I we're just all saying the same thing. I know, but I just love it's it.
2: It's an extension of <laughs> us. And, yes. when, and when you don't yeah. have it, then it's hard to do. Yeah. It's it's yes, um, it's impossible. Daunting. Yeah, it's what you say,
0: daunting. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> that's yes. Amazing.
2: So I'm wondering if, in fact, that's something that we and I'm just putting it out mm. there that. When we find that it's daunting, that's when we have to step back and say, what am I, what do I need to do for myself? I love that.
0: I love that Mm -hmm. so much, right? So Pat, you have a story that you have shared with us before about like getting locked out of your house, right? And how that was a message to you because you were so impatient and you were so mad about it. And then you finally were cracking up laughing like it's not about the keys, right? It's about how I'm reacting to the situation. Do you want to give us a snippet (laughs) of that? (laughs)
1: I am forever. <laughs> I, you know, certain things just don't, just don't jihaw with me. I, um, one of them is time. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have no concept of time. And sometimes I don't have the wherewithal to have all the keys I need. Okay. And so I get home and the key, I, I don't, I can't get in the door, mm-hmm. I cannot get in the door. And I'm looking around trying to think of who to blame. Right? The, <laughs> the it's the best part me. of the story. <laughs> I didn't not. do this. Yeah. It's my husband. It's my son. It's always right. my husband. Right? It's always your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they lock the door? Why yeah, did they lock right. the door? They knew they I was knew. home. Right. <laughs> And suddenly I sat down and just started laughing because I realized the absolutely absurdity of it and how I was intent upon not taking responsibility (laughs) and that it really didn't matter anyway. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. It was fine. It wasn't going to be that long. Somebody would let me in. And I, you know, here's the other part. We have a key that's buried outside somewhere, but I couldn't remember (laughs) where. Were you the one who buried it. I know. (laughs) At least I wasn't that right. So yeah, it was it was a crazy time, but it turned out great. But it turned out okay. It was no time at all before before somebody came home. But it was interesting for me to just sit back and watch myself go through that gyration, right? Um, Yeah,
0: and you did (laughs) it. Yeah, what I love was that like when you shared that with our group, right? Because part of this course we're all taking is about like trying to be self-aware as often as possible, right? Trying to check in on ourselves and, and hold ourselves accountable, not with like a stick, right? But with that laughter, you know, right? And when you shared it, you were like, can you believe I did that here? I thought I had. And we all were like, but you caught yourself so fast. It was amazing, right? Like that you just caught yourself so fast. And then you were like, oh, yeah, that's progress. It was great. <laughs> Because we get well, that stick out for everything we do,
1: right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The stick of blame. Yeah, the right. stick of blame. Somebody's got to be responsible for this, and it's not going to be It's me. not me. Or then it is
0: me later when I realize, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's
1: all me. Oh, yeah. This is just what, something I need to claim. Oh, that sounds that's funny. Right. That's right. And I'm always, I mean, I am the person who will be invited to a shower, and I go on the wrong weekend. I, I mean, I can't tell you. It's just, it, yeah, I... I just have a thing about time.
0: Oh, so, so cute. It's crazy. And, what makes you, know.
1: you unique. That's right. It <laughs> makes you lovable. Well, it's, it's brought me a lot of laughter, I will tell you. I walked in one day to, to what was supposed to be the shower, and they were cleaning silver, and they were cleaning up, and I went, What? I, I thought this was the, the what Where? What happened to the shower? Yeah. And they said, Pat, it's next Saturday. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm going to wear the same thing I've got on next week. <laughs> that's <laughs> great. So they you the, the silver to polish yeah. over there. <laughs> they tried to oh, I said, no, great. I've got to wear this next week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> Oh, hilarious.
0: That's great. It's good to be with friends, right? It's And it's great <laughs> to laugh at ourselves. It really is, right? Because yes. that leads us into our next law, which we're going to discuss right after the station break, which is the law of mercy. <laughs> Listeners, you are listening to our very fun discussion on TuneIn, radio for your mind, body, and soul on WVLP 103.1 FM. TuneIn is underwritten in part by Unity of Northwest Indiana, currently developing the premier center for spiritual growth and education in NWI with meditation walks, retreat house events, a labyrinth, a peace park, and so much more to come. Learn more and support the growing movement at UnityNWI.org. And we are talking again with Lisa Berman and Patricia Darden, um, who are uh, friends of mine from our wonderful hypnosis class that Pat was mentioning. We're going to talk a little bit more about that also at the end, which I got permission from our instructor to share a little bit about it, right? Um, but uh, let's get into the law of mercy. So uh, I guess, Lisa, you don't have your copy in front of you, correct?
1: I <coughs> no problem. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, it's, Pat, Pat it's go, really go for it again. It's really short. It's really <laughs> short. Okay. The law of mercy is that law which allows one to forgive all error, Mm. to forgive equally those who err against you and as you err against them. This is to be merciful. To be merciful is akin to the law of love. And if one obeys the law of mercy, there can be no error in the world.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I like this because wow. they build upon each other, right? I get so excited right away because, mm-hmm. you know, to love means to forgive, to show each other mm-hmm. this grace and mercy. And so I like that. Like right away, we're like, oh, this love thing, this seems hard. I don't think I can do it. What about me? Right? Like right away, that's the first thing we're all reacting to. And then it's like, cool. oh, mercy. And in mercy, it really spells out in this this text, it really spells out to be merciful. Um to forgive equally those who err against you as you err against them. So, forgiving ourselves for mistakes also. Yes. Just yes. as hard as forgiving others, honestly, right? Right. Yeah. That's right.
1: Yeah, I think I think that where we get caught up is when we think it's the that whatever has happened seems to be so against what we would have done, how we would have have reacted. And we don't know a thing that's going on with this other person because you're not that person. You don't know how they put together um, their decision to carry out whatever they they did um, that you're finding. So unforgivable mm. um, and wanting revenge. I mean, that's a big one for humanity um, wanting to see somebody pay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we watch we, my husband and I love uh, all these detective shows and, and, and a lot of them. We watch BBC and um, so, you know, we are real excited at the end when the, the culprit gets caught, you know, and you can go, yay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But in reality, in reality, you know, that's when somebody has committed a crime. But we have things that happen that are not actually against the law that Mm -hmm. we have a very hard time forgiving. Mm -hmm. Those are the hardest ones for us, I think. Um, Not to say... (laughs) that probably it's even harder that when we see laws broken that we do absolutely want to see the retribution. Um,
2: Or consequences for their actions. Exactly.
1: Some sort of consequence. That's right. Some some sort of payback. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we can get really caught up, I think, in what we think is fair payback. Yeah. And... This law says that if we forgive all error, all errors, that there will be no more errors in the world. That's what we would all love. (laughs) So this, this is a stretch. This is kind of a stretch here now so well it's
0: interesting okay so now and this is where like okay we kept doing this too like in our discussion previously like get into the semantics does it really mean this right like how how literal is it right and 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 again we have to say that we don't know who wrote this because it just has an editor but clearly somebody put this together right but it's it's long enough ago that there is just no internet footprint about it so it's almost like a ghost in time now right (laughs) um but so there's this this piece of what you were just talking about, Pat, that jumps out at me, you know, that if we forgive all errors and there are, there's no more error after that, right? Then maybe the way that errors actually go away is not that we stop committing them, that we just stop holding them against each other, right? And
1: ourselves, and ourselves, we're not holding it against ourselves. Yeah. If it's, I think it starts at home. Mm. You, you, you know, we like we get we really spend a lot of time I'll speak for myself okay um beating myself up for not not being perfect Mm -hmm. we we all are programmed here again it's that conditioning it's that it, it, it we we automatically do it before we even know that we're in the in that absolute horrible place that just brings us down and depletes us um So I think, uh, and this is from Anita's book again, she says, our only obligation is to always be true to ourselves and to allow. Mm. We have a hard time allowing. (laughs) Yes. We all do. We all do. Um. Yeah, and we're, we also have a hard time being true to ourselves. And I think that when we, when we decide on how to react to anything or we make decisions about action in our lives and we do it consciously and with full um, responsibility, and holding ourselves accountable for our decisions and choices. I think that after that, we we have to allow um, because we can't see the whole picture sometimes or very often. So you make the best decision that you can in the moment and then forgive yourself if it's flawed.
2: What, like hindsight's 2020, 20, right? You go back, like raising my kids, I would have, could have, should have, would I do it differently? Yeah. I yeah. Talk, I, my kids are all grown now. Yeah. And I think, oh my gosh, I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't do that, you know, and hope. But I, what I've said to my kids, and this whole thing is, you know, because they're married now and they're starting their families. And I said, you take what you feel is good from, you know, your parents, and you take, and he takes from his parents, mm-hmm. and then you create something even better and deeper. So take the good, I'm not perfect, yeah, right? Yeah. So I can say that, but that doesn't mean that it's the a past thing, that I don't look back, and you know, it's that hair shirt, you know, you put that hair shirt on, and you, and you, yeah, yourself, right, you yeah, over yeah, and over and over. it's like, yeah. right? it's a forgiveness of, yeah. you know, ourselves and mercy, yeah, yeah, for ourselves to starting, and then, of, and then for the people, but you know what, we also know is that the whole thing with forgiveness, if you don't forgive, you're only hurting yourself, Well, you are hurting and generally you're hurting the other person, but really you're only hurting yourself. You're doing damage to yourself by not forgiving. So
0: Right. You know, there's a there's a saying in 12 Step that um, holding a grudge is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die, right? It's yeah. just like, yep. and that's what it does yes. to our systems. It's so toxic, right? We can repeat yeah. the offenses against us over and over again, right? And it, I mean, and literally, you know, so Pat was saying earlier too, like we all have that button that can get pushed, right? And it's usually because we've been through something that pushes that button. And then that again is an opportunity. So when someone makes an error against me, It's an opportunity for me to either say, oh, I hold a line for this. I learned from this thing that that happened. If I can hold a line peaceably, wow, that really changes a moment, right? If I can just hold a line peaceably and just stand in my power like Lisa's, you know, tagline, right, and just just really be there with that, then I don't have to get so angry about it. And I have heard other people say that when we are really, like, angry and like on a soapbox and like really letting that button get pushed you know that often that's because we haven't resolved that issue and we feel disempowered right right? And so we take Uh, it on to get strong right like i'm gonna be really strong i'm gonna beat you up over this even if i'm not really gonna punch you (laughs)
2: which
0: only makes everything worse yeah it does we feel more disempowered
2: right. right that over the years i've seen that one thing that always annoyed me and then all of a sudden, I didn't have a charge to it anymore, mm. and I realized that I overcame nice. that particular thing. That it took a while. It's like, oh, I don't have a charge to that anymore. Nice, Poof, it's gone. Yeah. Takes a while, right? But I think that God, sorry, Creator, you know, no, whatever. whatever you can say, God right? on the show it's, if you want okay. to. That's what you. What's important to you? Whatever. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Your Creator, whatever you believe, yeah. right? To yeah. the universe, yeah. That it, it shows us and presents to us situations, and we need to deal with them. And we keep getting them presented until we correct whatever it is that we need to correct or be or change or whatever, and yeah. that goes away when yeah. something else appears for our growth. <clears throat> so what I yes. always tell everybody with my clients is it's all about growth. This is, this is not, it's not a problem. It's, it's, it's room for growth. It's nothing but growth for me. That's what I have to say, that these things that are done, you know, yeah. it's my opportunity for growth. Yeah.
0: Right. And I think that, so, you know, for listeners who might be struggling with this and being like, look, there are some things that are just bad and there's nothing good that comes from them. <clears throat> I want to be clear that I think all three of us have this perspective <clears throat> that um, there are some bad things that you don't have to accept, Right. You don't have to say I'll That's tolerate not. that, right? Like um like Pat was saying like accepting the unacceptable, right? Um you don't have to say I'm willing to tolerate it. And and, right? Not either or, not but, but yeah. and. You so and so I don't accept that. I hold that line and I see a gift in it. I mean, perhaps the gift is just I'm able to hold a line and say, let's not harm others in this way. Right. And um, and it can be it can be really, really, really challenging to find that that balance, to find that sense of peace, to find that mercy for things that we feel are really, really unjustifiable injustices. It can be really, really hard. And so part of the mercy, part of what I think the law of mercy is, too, is saying I'm not going to beat myself up for not green that out yet right like i'm gonna just do it in my time i'll wrestle with it you know and i love your point lisa that you know we all of a sudden it's like oh wow look i must have gotten over that i don't even know when i crossed that line but it's not triggering me
1: (laughs) so cool Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely so So, uh this is this is this is going to be a big challenge here, okay? Mm-hmm. And this comes from the book again. Okay. And we haven't said anything about this book and, and yet and, and just why she has all these insights. Yeah, the but, Anita Marjani book, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she, she actually died, literally yeah. died of cancer and went to the other side and found out in this beautiful way that um, Exactly what life, what her purpose is, is, because she did come back. She did come back in the body, to everybody's astonishment, um, with with knowledge that she shares through her book. She has two books, Um, so this is from her book, and this is going to rock you, okay? When each of us is able to look into the eyes of even our worst enemies and see. Our eyes looking back, Mm. then we'll see, uh, excuse me, then we'll see true transformation of the human race. There's the goal. Right. There's the goal. Right. By expanding our awareness on an individual level individual level will be affecting change on a universal level. Our only obligation to others, our only purpose is to express our uniqueness and allow others to do the same. Mm -hmm.
0: So I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like a good story that illustrates that. And unfortunately I just kind of have an amalgam of stories in my head, but I think of, you know, stories, the, the same arc that I, in theme that I have heard in stories of women escaping abusive relationships or, um, just being in miserable marriages, right? You know, couple, anybody from any, um, gender being in a miserable marriage or, uh, people who have left cults, right? Or, um really um tyrannical I don't know bosses in workplaces even right oh. and finally just been like you know what and sometimes it's like I've had enough and I'm and I'm going and sometimes there's this theme of people who are like I just see you as like this hurt little child right and so therefore I'm not afraid of you anymore and I feel it's safe for me to walk away I'm not staying here in my fear anymore and that's the thing I think of with what you just read from Anita Morjani is like just being able to to look in the eyes, because sometimes it can be like somebody we villainized, right? And it's like, oh, I can see the similarities. But I think sometimes too, it's like there really is an intolerable circumstance and we really have been struggling to make it so, make it right. And we can finally just see the hurt individual on the other side of that and say, oh, this isn't as scary as I thought, or I'm willing to take the consequence because I just see you as human and not supernatural anymore. You know, does that
1: make sense? Yes, in yeah, fact, yeah. I think you it, it goes <laughs> back to putting someone else's head above your own. Mm. Um and I think that, that 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 is one of the things that can happen if we do that is that all of a sudden we give away give away our own power. Mm. Um, as far as being in relationships that are unhealthy <clears throat> um I think a good question to ask is why did I attract this Mm -hmm. into my life? And what is it that I most need to know from this? And from those questions, come up with what your payoff is. How -hmm. can you turn this into a gift for you so that you can eliminate your need to bring unhealthy relationships into your life. Mm. Um, and once you figure out what's unhealthy about yourself, you're better able to get healthier relationships attracted back to you. I remember, and this is, this is kind of funny, but I have a cousin that I love beyond measure. I have a past life experience with her where she was my daughter. I was a man. She was my daughter. And when I was away hunting, um, there were robbers who came into our little village and killed everybody. Mm. And I walked in, and there was my little mm. daughter with the blonde, curly blonde hair, and i just emotionally even remembering it. Mm. And she is my cousin in this lifetime. Well, she can do no wrong in my heart mm-hmm. <laughs> but she tries the heck out of my patience with other things okay <laughs> example she comes to my house and she wants to tell me everything that needs to be cleaned in my house oh my
2: does <laughs> <laughs> she clean it
1: does she <laughs> clean it yeah well, no she likes to point no. it out she likes to point out every flaw okay oh my she did offer to clean my refrigerator once she said, I can I can do that. Yeah, I can clean the refrigerator for you. And I'm going, What's wrong with my refrigerator? For <laughs> she said, Well, it's got this got crumbs right here. And I could take all this out and clean it for you. I said, Don't you dare touch my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was saying something to me. She's sitting on the sofa in the living room. And I walked around into the kitchen Now, I can still see her, but I can only see the back of her head. Mm. And whatever she's saying. Suddenly, from the back of her head, I could only picture the love that I felt for her in my
0: heart. Interesting.
1: Now, if I look at her face, I don't get it. (laughs) I (laughs) look at the back of her head. Oh, that's funny. It's, it's the like curly-haired so blonde hard. girl. Yeah.
0: Like if I'm, I'm looking at her
1: face. I get the same judgment reflected back yeah. to her that she's giving me. I'm, yeah, right. I'm just like her. I right. become just like her. Right. Just like her. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's no gain in that. At all. <laughs> so I've learned to, set, to kind
0: of step around with the back and just go, I just love you anyway. <laughs> oh, man. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. And the past life stuff is really interesting. At some point, I'm going to have to have a guest on the show who could talk about a little bit more of that. We've had some of this on there, too. Um, if anybody also, like, we have hypnosis. We have a couple of episodes with Lisa Berry um, on hypnosis, and that's very fun. And, and we have some that are about the similarities between dreams and 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 hypnosis and the differences there and we talk a little bit about i think i mentioned a little bit about uh, the divine reveal which we're calling tdr and um and the differences there so we're again we're going to talk a little bit more about that too listeners you are listening to tune in radio for your mind body and soul on wvlp (laughs) 103.1 fm today's show is underwritten in part by kiki productions inc communications coaching Teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. With a mission to create individual harmony, to add peace to the world, Kiki Productions Inc.'s philosophy is, when you are confident, focused, and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Share the love at CoachKiki.com. I also want to invite you to check out the podcast version if you're listening to us on the radio and listen and subscribe and get all kinds of updates to every time we have new show and special content. Sometimes we have videos that guests will produce just for the podcast listeners and things like that. We love WVLP. It is our host station and we will continue to do our radio show as long as they'll have us. And uh, we also love to be able to provide you the service of listening at your convenience. And so you can find us at anchor.fm Two. Tune in mindful radio or anywhere you get your podcasts and subscribe there. You can also interact with us there and the, um, leave comments or um, I think Anchor lets you leave voicemail messages. And then uh, you can also interact with us on Facebook.com slash TuneInMindfulRadio. So check those things out. We always like to put extra links and things as well uh, in our in our show notes and, and and for the episode. So we're also going to include today websites for Lisa and for Pat. So if you're interested in connecting with them more and finding out more about what they do uh, and um, getting some services, then I encourage encourage you to connect with them also and and check out all the amazing things that these ladies do so um we only have 15 minutes left can you believe it oh, <laughs> <no>. i know <laughs> this for hours. i know we could right we've already done it for hours and we're still going i love it um so we're going to talk about the law of gratitude and we're going to talk about tdr Are you guys ready Ready. <laughs> okay here we go okay
1: <laughs> the, pat, the law of gratitude <laughs> The law of gratitude is that sense of satisfaction in knowing that energy, which has been given, receives its certain reward according to its nature. Energy that is given moves out on that curved and unequal line, and when extended far enough, can only return to its source bearing its appropriate gifts.
0: So interesting. And I have no idea if whoever wrote this or channeled this or whatever the claim is, right? Is um is a physicist, right? <laughs> but what a cool
1: thing to kind of put it in that term. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat>
0: okay, so what are our thoughts about the law of gratitude?
1: If what come, what you put out comes back magnified. Yeah. <laughs> so make it good.
0: Make if it good. Not,
1: you probably are gonna wish you had. <laughs>
2: I think it's just like an appreciation really, as an appreciation. So when you're feeling low and down, when you can, when you realize what we really have. So even when people are very ill and very sick, right? What, you know, when I say to clients or to my kids or even myself, and I'll am i say, you know, what am I grateful for? Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. littlest things, I'm grateful for the fact I'm on this call, right? That I can speak, that I can see, that I yeah. can hear, that I can, everything, what it is, that I have a meal, I have, you know, what, it, so when you start listing what you're grateful for, then you open your eyes to, wow, I really am blessed, so even when you're in the dumps and you're sick or your things are just, you think they're horrible, there's always something that you can be grateful for. And one of us is that you're alive. When you're alive, yes. there's hope. Yes. There's always hope. So yes. for me, and, and I know for myself, it's just a, when I'm feeling down, okay, what am I grateful for? And it brings me up. It's like it raises your vibrational level. Yes. And then the rest kind of falls aside. It's like, oh, all right. Well, sorry about the dog. She wants to play. <laughs> the dog she is excited about this, to this too. too. She's agreeing. Right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> She's, I'm glad to be alive. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. She's happy to be alive too, right? <laughs>
2: so, anyway, yeah. that's just my uh, the take on the the gratitude.
0: It's so good, and, and again, to me, this is where the text builds on itself, right? So it's like, okay, we have this concept of like this is what we are terming the universal law, and then we say everything is love, right? And then we're like, gotta have mercy if you're gonna love. And then we're like, let's be grateful about it too, you know? And I just think it's really cool because um, these things really do it. And it becomes this um, sort of, Reciprocity, I guess. It becomes this perpetual motion machine, right? Like, where then you can be like Pat and you can be really mad for 10 minutes at your husband in your head about the key. And then you're like, oh, that's hilarious. And you're like, I'm going to enjoy this beautiful day. Or my friend done with the sunset, right? Like, oh, another dang train. And like, look at this, right? I'm going to use it as an opportunity. So, and Lisa's dog barking. And Lisa's like, the dog is glad to be alive, right? Like, <laughs> like the more we do this,
2: then The easier it gets, and I just yeah.
0: love that piece of this.
2: It's funny that you said it because you're talking about Pat, right? So you said Pat, with the so here she ble- even if it had been his fault, right? So yeah. it's your fault, then the forgiveness, okay? Yeah. I forgive him, and then the love, so you yeah. like back it down, true, right way too, true, true. I love it, whatever it is, yeah, other, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: It went around, the curved line went around, it came back on itself. (laughs) That's
1: right. That's right.
0: right. Oh, man, I love it. Okay, should we talk a little bit in the next, like, seven minutes here about the Divine Reveal? Who wants to share a little bit about uh, Malka Ahern, who has been our instructor in this and really has developed this, has practiced it. We've all been recipients of it. Um, I'm just going to say the dog is loving on us right now, right? So. hopefully dog lovers are listening and their hearts are happy. They're like, that dog is for me. He's
1: loving
2: Lisa. <laughs> He's, He's loving, loving Lisa. Lisa.
0: And Lisa moves <laughs> for the third time. She's
2: like, okay. <laughs> no sudden she wants to play. Yeah, so cute. She wanted to play in weeks, you should know. That's hilarious. Potato.
0: Yes, but you know, I really, so again, animals pick up on this energy thing, right? We're talking about this, and it becomes this visceral experience for us. We feel happy. I'm sure listeners can hear it in our voices. Like, we're almost giddy with this. We've been talking about this for hours by now, right?
2: Yeah. (laughs) We're like, this is so fun. That must be it because all of a sudden she's like, whoa. Right? Let's Let's play. Yeah. Come on, it's mom! Like the kids—you're on the phone, right? You're yeah, yeah, yeah—that too.
0: <laughs> okay, Pat, tell us about tell us about the divine reveal hypnosis and how it's a little different from the um, standard types of healing-based hypnosis. Well,
1: none of this is clinical. I mean, that's True. important to say. That's very important. Um, it's not a, It's not the clinical. Um, hypnosis that you would go to a, necessarily to a psychologist or a psychiatrist and experience, it is um, more of the unseen, the etheric experience, the spark experience. And the intention is to connect you to whatever that modality is designed to connect you with. For instance, um, in quantum healing hypnosis and also beyond quantum healing, um, the sessions are designed to take you to your higher self, your guides, um, the most appropriate place that can bring you to understanding about your concerns, about your direction in life, um, about maybe even why you have certain health issues. Um, And and when you talk about those things, that's very different from the divine reveal, Mm -hmm. which is being created to connect you to the creator, the source of all. The God energy, it's not to. It's not designed to heal you as the others are. It's designed to give you what you need to know in order for you to heal. I love or it. For you to grow better. So yeah, it's it's different in that the intention that these modalities were created for and within is exactly what's gonna happen. And so you 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 select according to what you in your, on your path most need to experience in the moment if you're looking for a, a, a hypnosis technique.
0: <clears throat> That's very succinct. I really like that. Yeah, Lisa, is there anything you would add to that?
2: I'm thinking about that because mm. it's pretty. I mean, you covered it, Pat. Yeah, right? it was good. It was and really just. I, I feel for me that what it did was it, and it has the couple times that I've you know had the sessions that it's opened me up to something different, and it's changed me significantly. Mm. So I've had other. Oh, shush! I've had <laughs> She's other. She's agreed. You know what? <laughs> no sessions. Whatever. But this one is more of a um, visceral change, Mm -hmm. so it's an awareness. It's um, you know opening you up and seeing yourself differently and changing yourself.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So it's you're a different person. It's not better word, just different. So you can't say it's not scary, right? Right. I didn't find it scary. It just I it was different. I saw things differently. And it was really nice, and all of us are struggling with something, and you know it it was it helped me to open my eyes and maybe deal with different situations differently. Mm. you
0: know so that's- your, yeah, so in your so a couple of points, right. Yes, we're all dealing with things because to be human is to struggle. So even when we solve one problem, right, there's something else. It might be a problem we love solving, like, how am I going to get more money this month? You know, how am I going to hit the next sales level goal? Whatever that might be, right? It's still something that we're still working on a a problem to solve. And we may feel really good about it. We may feel really confident about it. We may really be struggling with it. And that's when we ask for other people to help us. And so but we're always trying to grow in this way. And um, each of you has, you know, shared. So it's not clinical. It doesn't necessarily give you insight, but it really shifts insight. It is highly structured. There's a definite structure to it, which we're all trying to learn right now, right? (laughs) And like, how am I going to do this, right? Um, But it's, it's, I have received it twice and it is so fun to receive. It is so fun to receive because it takes me to a place of just pure joy. And that alone, just being immersed in joy Is a shift, a shifted state that has a long tail. It just lasts and lasts. It's so
2: and, cool. Right? And that we can tap into it. Yes. That's the cool part, That right? is cool. We just yeah. bring it down when we choose yeah. it. Because I always said you when you're on vacation, like, wouldn't it be nice to be able to store that up so you yeah. can just bring vacation? Yes. And well, that's what she does. That's what Malka does, right? Yes. We have an access it so we can bring it down at any time.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and there is a way to bottle that vacation feeling. We savor when we're fully present. We be really mindful, really present we savor it we imprint it <clears throat> and then later we can be like oh my gosh remember that feel of the, the the beach sand on my toes and we just go there right or we you know have a smell or something that we associate with it. we really like you know savor in our senses oh my gosh ladies we are at an hour and i have to make us stop talking even though it's so hard for us to do that <laughs> okay lisa and pat um any one last quick thing you want to say to the listeners
1: I would say one thing, okay. the, the, the divine reveal is a near death experience without the death. Yeah, yeah, no scary part. And that, there's nothing, you don't have to die, you will come back. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> yeah. And it it truly has the power to change your life. Yes literally change
0: your life very cool it's going to be so fun whenever we all get to be like hey come try it uh lisa any anything you want to say as a goodbye
2: No, well, just thank you for for listening and hopefully whatever you get yeah. you know will it will be a benefit to you and you know i send lots of you know um energetic hugs and loving energy to all of you and Thank you for having us. I love it. Highest that feels and best.
0: Highest and best. Highest and best. We'll see you later, meditators.